Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, your home for discussions and debates about all things animation. Each week, we'll rank, review, and revel in animated shows from yesterday and today, and from around the world. So grab your acne slingshot, set your mobile suit to autopilot, and put on your mouse ears. The Animation Station Podcast begins now. How about them food trucks? What did you get, Josh? Um, I got a classic Philly cheesesteak. Nice. And then I got a donut. And then I got a I cherry got limeade from Pops. Wow. And then I got the pulled pork loaded fries. Dang, you hit all the stops. Yeah, I hit four. Well, not all the stops because they had a ton they of trucks, like 15 man. trucks? Only 15. That was impressive. It was, it was awesome. I was able to hit four of them. Nice. I I could have gone back. Yeah. But I, I should have gone back. Yeah. Man, I was full. What'd you have, Corey? I found one of the food trucks, one of my, one of my favorite food trucks. Mm-hmm. Uh and they do Chicago style burritos. Ooh, I was tempted uh, by that one. Chicago yes. style burritos? Yes. Chicago style burritos and tacos. Uh nice. so I got two different burritos and then I asked them what makes it Chicago style. Mm-hmm. Uh for the person didn't know. So she, <laughs> she shouts in the back like, Hey, how why are we Chicago style? And nice. the guy pops up and is like, um, we, we don't use onions or cilantro. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, just tell me you don't know next time. That would be so much better. <laughs> That's it, huh? Wow. Uh, because we no. wear Cubs hats. There yeah. we go. Chicago, putting their mark on Mexican cuisine. The the uh, meat and the chicken is just like fluorescent red. Oh, whatever spices okay. they use. So you, uh, you kind of think... Is this raw? <laughs> nice. But it tastes awesome. And oh, then I got cool. a soda from Pops, and that was a mistake. Oh, what'd you get? Uh, I got I chose black cherry cream. Oh, thinking, I thought about getting that Thinking one. that it wouldn't taste like cough syrup. Oh. It was like a better version of cough syrup. Yikes. A little disappointed by that. Sorry, man. Nice. I got the uh, chicken and waffles. I, it was so good. My I, go-to. I love Taste of Soul. Yeah, Taste yeah, of Soul, I've, man. But I've had it the last four times that they've done the food truck, so I'm like, hey, I don't want chicken yeah. and waffles again. Well, see, I went out. I wanted to go to the burger place and get that Gouda bacon cheeseburger. What? Yeah, yep. at the, yeah, like at the burger place. Burgers. But when I went out, the line for that, there was probably about 40 people in it. And the line for Taste of Soul, there was about two people in it. What time did so you go? I was at the 1230. The 1230. Yeah. I was at the 11. Mm-hmm. So right when everything opened i walked straight to the uh cheesecake place there was nobody at taste the soul and i was nice. like uh i could go over there and get one but then i was like because uh, <laughs> uh. i had to wait a little while for the philly because they had to cut it all up and everything so i was mm-hmm. like I could walk over there get a chicken and waffles come back yeah get my philly but i didn't i was a good yeah. boy so the best part though did you see the spelling error on the koozie uh no, I did yes. not get oh, the koozie. It's very blatant. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope someone gets fired over that. That's great. Every single one of them. Heroes with one e. Oh my gosh, that's the dumbest thing. It's Kuzi her O's of Paycom. <laughs> her O's. 
<laughs> that's hilarious. I did not see that. Nobody pointed it out to me. I think it's funny. Though. I didn't know until I didn't even think to look until uh, Jennifer said something last oh, night. Yep. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So that's one of the cool things about working at Paycom. It's the Days like that where we get food trucks and spelling errors. Awesome. And spelling errors. And spelling error. Oh well. Did you guys get the uh, the giveaway on Tuesday? Uh, which one was that? The giant highlighter? No, that was Monday. The, uh, it was the mask, right? Yeah, Tuesday was the super little foam mask that they little gave us. Mask. I didn't see it. No, I did not get it. It's all right. There's no reason <laughs> to get it. It fits children, and that's about it. Oh, okay. It's like a little party galaxy. Pretty favor, much. probably. Yeah. 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 Nice. It was it was really sad. I was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> but that Cinnabon, we got Cinnabons. Mm-hmm. That was yummy. Yeah, I Diabetes. forget about the breakfast, and I eat breakfast on the way, and it's like, well, I'm already too full. Yeah. I should so. could have got it. Brought it home for Charlie. Is that good? She a, may, have, a she may have actually, she may have actually loved you. Yeah. Just put it in the microwave. Yeah. Sprinkle it with some love. Yeah. Here you go. That's what yeah. we did with ours. Like I got, uh, with I got mine, and then Ethan gave me his. So at two o'clock, we were like, "Well, we went back. We because I put it in the fridge, got it back out. We put uh, put a put it in a plate, put it in the microwave, popped it out. Delicious. Nice. It's just melty enough. It was, <laughs> was warm. quite the journey. Was, was I felt like I was there moist. with you. It was moist for the fans that love that word. It was moist. so warm. Oh my god! Moist. What has this turned into? Let's <laughs> let's uh, maybe start the podcast. Want to do an ASMR, Corey? Oh. It was uh, warm and moist. So moist. So moist. Oh my god! I'm gonna leave you two alone for you a just, minute. Uh, you just hear the steam coming off of it. Hear the steam coming off of it. You hear the steam. You ever heard steam? I'm not. And then heard steam. And, never lived. And then you put some in your mouth and you're like. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're hemorrhaging I, fans right now. I hope <laughs> I hope your editing skills are up to the task for this. Uh, no, we're leaving recording. all that in. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know what we're leaving it in on? The well, that was a really bad transition. <laughs> Somebody do it. What are we transitioning to? To the welcome to the party. Welcome. welcome. My gosh. <laughs> You do it, Josh. You're the one that does I don't it. I want to do it. You're I already, so good already, at already, it. Already, welcome to the Animation okay. Station podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Corey. I'm Gavin. Oh wait, that one. You ruined it, man. Oh my. <laughs> yes. I get to stay, Gavin. All right. Well, uh, I guess I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm actually the majestic Corey. I'm back. Yes. Welcome He's back, back, dude. <laughs> back on the podcast scene. Oh. Yep. That was good. Yeah. I like that. I tried. And I'm Josh. Now that we have it all straight. Yep. Oh yeah, you, Corey, you've been Josh. Gavin. Yeah, you've been Gavin, I'm, Gavin, Gavin the whole time. Gavin. So you, you, you were a fake Gavin for a second. Oh. So I, I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, I'm the real Gavin now. Okay. Yeah. All right, good. No imposter here. He's the real Gavi. Well, no. No, no, no. Episode 60. 60. Woo. Awesome. All right. Anybody got any news? I think Corey has some news. There's a little bit of news. Uh, Venture Brothers, if you're a fan of that show, is coming back late next year. That's Jeez. pretty much all I got. Late 2018. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, all, that's the only information that I saw for it. After being off the air for... Three years? Two, 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 two or three years. Two. Yeah, something like that. It's been a while. Well, it'll be three Yeah, if it comes it out in 2018. What is the reason it went off the air? Did it it's get canceled like, and it's being no, brought it's back? They just or? take breaks between seasons. Oh, okay. Uh, like It had a, a two-year gap um, mm-hmm. between the like, last season that came yeah. out. Okay, so it it's kind of the Gravity Falls method of releasing shows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Okay. where two seasons takes five years. Right, right. Okay. Uh, 
I guess technically it's animation. The new season of South Park started, <laughs> if you like that show. And that's animation. I'm, I'm like two seasons behind. Uh, the South last Park. time... What season the, are they on? Oh, God. Uh, 20-something? Oh, I'm 20-something yeah. seasons behind. The, the last <laughs> season I watched was... Uh, uh, what was the PC principal when he came in? Okay. That was the last season I watched. You're a couple behind. Yeah. The last it's full it's... season I watched was season one. And then I watched parts of season two. And then like then watch episodes here and there. Christmas like basically uh, if somebody said, oh, you have to watch this one, I'd watch it. But season 21. Dang. I cannot believe I'm that old because I remember when that show premiered, we all gathered around in somebody's apartment at the college I was going to, to watch this crazy, heinous new show that was coming out called South Park, and we died laughing. It was great. I remember great when it fun. came out, too. I was a kid, and I was so excited. You should not brother. have been allowed to watch that, Corey. I should not have been allowed to watch a lot of things. <laughs> That's hilarious. Did they start that show off with the, um, was it the alien abduction? I believe so. Okay. Um, but now, now they actually have storyline throughout the entire season. Yeah, all of that, oh, that, like that season story arc PC principal, the, that yes. I, the last one I watched, it was just story arc. Mm-hmm. And it was fantastic. Oh, cool. Yeah. They actually have some, some plot. That's good. That's good. Well, I mean, they're really funny. I, oh, I did see the movie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that was good. But, you know, Stone and Parker, they're really funny. They yes. do a lot of good work, even outside of South Park. Yeah. Like, they're, they're fantastic. Were we going to do Bigger, Longer, and Uncut? We sure can. I mean, I would almost do Team America too. Like that. I mean, puppetry is like next door to animation, so I could be I could be on board with doing that. We're gonna do some R-rated cartoons. We could do some uh, special Saturday episodes. Uh, maybe sausage. Oh, have party. you seen that yet? It's hilarious. I want to see it. It is. Is it on Netflix? It's, yes. Yeah. We should watch that. Speaking of on Netflix, I watched Trolls on Wednesday night. You did. <laughs> I, I did still need to watch Trolls. it. What did you think? It wasn't bad. Okay. It I can looks see, really pretty. I can see how they're making a second one. Mm-hmm. But I was the music good because they were tapping music, the music. Music was fine. Like, it had a lot of like there was a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I was not a fan of the the Blogerts or whatever they were called. <laughs> I don't know, like the troll people. Okay, but not the trolls, like the other ones mm-hmm. that look like real trolls. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Re- I don't remember what they were called because I kind of didn't care about that part of the storyline mm-hmm. at all but yeah i like the trolls i thought uh just timberlake was good and uh is anna ferris right or is it kendrick i think it's anna kendrick one of the yeah, yeah I, no yeah it wasn't anna ferris yeah she i don't think she can sing uh oh, oh. <laughs> i don't know i've never heard her sing uh, just, i don't think she just can friends sing. Oh God! Yeah, she <laughs> can't sing. She, can sing. she definitely can't sing. <laughs> so yeah, it was it wasn't bad. I mean, cool. Yeah, I still need to watch that. I can see how it made money, and I can see you know why they would make a second one. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, better than Secret Life of Pets. It's not saying much, That's, man. I know. It's not saying much. <laughs> That's the lowest bar that we have is Secret Life of Pets. I don't know if it's the lowest, but it's definitely in that bottom class for sure. Is that lower than what we watched today? Yes. Oh yeah, Secret Life of Pets. It's <laughs> yeah. way down there. It's I saw bad. it. Like bad. this had kind of funny moments in it. Secret Life of Pets. Did it have any funny moments? I laughed maybe, at the, the Winnie Dog one. The Winnie Dog had me cracking up, and then the yeah, he was the okay. hardcore metal dog poodle. The yeah, poodle. The poodle. Yeah, but I guess. It, that was all stuff shown in the trailer. Yeah, exactly. yeah. The they funny bits were all shown in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, we're on news still, right? We're on news. Yeah, you got do anything? We, I don't think I do. 
Uh, we got a new Coco trailer from... That's right. Coco trailer. Disney and Pixar. <laughs> you have an aneurysm one day when you do that. Probably, yeah. If I just like stop up here and like eat, then you'll be like, oh, well, he's dead. He, he kind of wants it that way because he wants to be able to say that Disney killed him. That, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got actually got a little bit more of the story of it. Mm-hmm. They're going to kill that poor skeleton with a hat that's like his guide calling it right now. He's totally... <laughs> That's... Everyone's gonna forget about him, and therefore uh, he's gonna die. And somehow, really somehow, somehow, he's, somehow he's, related because he's the exposition in that scene. He's like, "Yeah, man, if uh, you if people forget about you, you just go away, and you're just gone forever." I'm like, "That's exactly what's gonna happen to you, old man. You just <laughs> you you killed yourself, or maybe they you forget about his dog. He expositioned himself to death. <laughs> that is exactly what's gonna happen. That he's throwing up flags all the time, and I'm like, "No, bro." It's, He's gone. I'm calling it right now. He ain't gonna well, when it. I when I watch it, I'm gonna think if if he does, if he turns into mist and gets forgotten, I'm gonna think Josh called it. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I mean, yeah, we got that. Cool. Guess we can go see that on Thanksgiving. Well, I'll be there if you want to come. You're happy to. I'm happy to take you with me. You Aww. too. We'll also, probably, in, if it's oh. at the Warren, I definitely want to see it at the Warren. Also, it'll be it'll Warren. be at the Warren. It'll be at Warren. Also at. Uh, no, at, not at. In anime news, <laughs> the one and only Cowboy Bebop and yes. Samurai Shampoo director Shinichiro Watanabe mm-hmm. got that one. That was an easy one. <laughs> that was good. Um, is creating a anime that actually is going to premiere September twenty sixth on the uh, Sony's Japanese YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Blade Runner anime. Yes. So it is going to be a sequel to the original Blade Runner and a prequel to 2049. Oh. What's 2049? The, the new, new one, one comes out this year. Oh. I didn't know called... that was... I thought that was a remake. No, no it's, it's a sequel. Oh. Interesting. It's okay. Blade Runner Catching Blackout up 2022. Hmm. That'll be good. Yeah. I bet it will be. It's a film or is it a series? It's a film sweet it's it's supposed to be a short it just says short anime so i'm guessing it's probably 45 minutes Mm -hmm. done but apparently there's going to be a blackout that happens so what was that like garden of words about that length that's a safe guess yeah okay 45 cool hey have you heard any news on the godzilla i have not anime i man they're they're very hush hush that was quite the tease and now to have no information on it is kind of frustrating it is (laughs) I I am definitely interested in seeing that. Cool. I think that's all the news, right? Uh, the Napping Princess premiered in some places. The Napping Princess. Yeah, it's the new it's the new G Kids thing that they're putting out. It looks really uh. really good. Post- oh, is that the one you showed me a trailer for? Yeah, a while ago. Okay, but yeah. It came it very select theaters. I think it was only mm-hmm. in like three states. Yeah. So maybe we'll get it soon. Who knows? That would be cool. Definitely be cool. Yeah, um, all I'm seeing is a November 17th release date. Oh, well, at least there's that. For for Japan? I don't know. It's a theatrical release in Japan, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's going to be on like show up on Netflix immediately. It, oh. Like, the way they're promoting it, it seems like it. Because it's well, a Netflix yeah, it's, it original, be, right? It's a Netflix original, so one would think, think so. that they would... So I hope so. It it looks I'm, I'm hoping November really 17th. Cool. That'd be, that'd be yeah. awesome. As soon as I find out, I'll let you guys know. Cool. Awesome. 
appreciate it, man. I've got <laughs> some uh, guests lined up, some very cool mm, guests. Exciting. Going to be recording with somebody next week. Yeah, that's going to be... Can you say it? Amazing. Uh, no, not until we actually finish the recording. Just in case. I tried, guys. Corey, tried. did you sign Sorry. your NDA? I don't think I saw yeah, you man. sign your NDA. You, we're going to need you to sign that, buddy. I, I signed it. Convincing. <laughs> <laughs> did you get it notarized? Of course. Where is In it? In front of four witnesses? What was witnesses? the name of the notary? Corey Seals. Oh. <laughs> the Majestic notarizes the majestic. his own stuff. Of course. Is there any other way that you expect this to go in this direction? All right. You guys just want to peel this Band-Aid off now. Let's do it, man. Just make it make it happen. Let's dive Gavin, in. Gavin, gross. What did we watch today? We watched Shark Tale from DreamWorks Animation. I believe it was 2004, right? Uh, yeah. Yes, 2004. So it's it came right on the heels of Finding Nemo because, you know, everything in Hollywood has to have a piggyback. Um. Yeah, so we literally just finished watching it a few minutes ago, uh, so it's fresh in our minds. I was blown away that they had such a huge voice cast in this thing of big-name stars. I had no idea. So we got Will Smith, we got Robert De Niro, <clears throat> we got um, Martin Zellweger, Jack Black. Katie um, Couric? Katie Couric. And Martin Scorsese. Um, Martin Scorsese, uh, yeah, and then some other... <clears throat> some other minor ones which are familiar but man I, I couldn't believe it and Hans Zimmer did the music like yeah. DreamWorks threw a lot <laughs> of star power at this at this movie um, I gotta tell you like right off the bat I was much more entertained than I expected to be I, I'll agree, I was yeah. I was more pleased than I expected to be and that was kind of nice I thought it was going to be a torturous hour and a half Um that being said, I think we all have many criticisms of this film. No. Uh, so, yeah. Who wants to jump in first? I liked all of the puns. Tons of puns. I agree. All of it was they puns. Were good. Lots of Easter eggs. Lots yeah. of jokes. Lots of references. Like visual and dialogue. I mean, it was basically an I Easter like egg fest. I did like the Katie like, now that, just, now that you've lied so hard, where do you see yourself <laughs> from here? I'm like, that's good. Yeah. I mean, the, all the billboards, the signage, the, you know, everything was a reference to something. A lot of, like, brand placement, but, like, there fishy was, style. the Gup, Coral Cola. Coral Cola, Fish, Fish King. King, yeah. I love that the one <laughs> the one guy operating a sushi store. That was, yeah. No yeah. customers. Poor dude, like, <laughs> that was hilarious. I like that the, that the, the gang, the mob of sharks lived in the Titanic and you actually see the drawing of Rose, Rose. with the mm-hmm. heart of the ocean around yeah. her neck in it. Uh, I thought that was great. Like just tons and tons of, obviously lots of Godfather references. Cause basically the sharks are, you know, Robert De Niro is basically playing himself in the Godfather as a shark. Um, Do you think so they told that. Robert De Niro that he was going to be a shark? Because like the, the stuff that he said, like uh, all of his scenes, like he's like, no, no, wait, no, you sit there, no, wait. And he's like, yeah, okay, go ahead and continue. It seems like they just like filmed him as Robert De Niro, just been like, let's just keep his voice. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, now let's animate him. And then they told him after the fact. Maybe. I mean, I think they were they were trying to do kind of realistic character acting almost. And then, yeah, like superimpose those voices onto fish characters and i mean that's kind of one of my criticisms is that in most of the scenes 
like if you didn't have a real specific element in the shot to show you you wouldn't know that they were underwater like there were not a lot of water effects in it you know like a lot of times i kept being surprised like wait how is he floating oh wait they're underwater because they look like open air shots where they should be walking or something yeah but then you You also have the kids that break the fire hydrant to swim in Mm -hmm. the right and like yeah, there's uh. the one scene of the octopus. He pours out tea into his cup, and it just floats. The tea yeah. just floats away, and then he drinks out of the cup. Yeah, like he stirs there. it anyway. Yeah, uh, it it was weird, like like that, and like the one you mentioned. Like, there's a couple things where you're like, oh, okay, clearly they're indicating water, and you'd see a few bubbles here and there, but a lot of the scenes you wouldn't even know it was underwater if it didn't have fish in it that were not like on the ground. You mm-hmm. know, that was weird to me. Like, they didn't really. I don't know if they didn't have the technology at DreamWorks at that time to really do the same kinds of things that they did in Finding Nemo to really indicate that underwater environment. I don't know. It's weird because DreamWorks has done some really good animated things, technically speaking, and I don't feel like that should have been a problem for them in 2004, but that was one thing that just stood out to me because it just looked like we were in open daylight, yeah. like in out in the air to me in most of the shots. So that was interesting. But uh, so the story, we'll start with the story. The story I thought was decent. Well, there's I mean, also a lot of stereotyping in this film. Yeah, like, there's tons of stereotyping and, and white guys white guys can't do cool handshakes and jokes about that. No, white fish can't do cool White handshake. fish and great whites and yes. And uh, all jellyfish are apparently Rastas. Uh, or Christina I Aguilera. liked them though. They were I. They were some of my favorite characters. This is jellyfish. Uh, I, I liked it. Uh, Will's Will Smith, whose name I've forgotten already. Oscar, his dad uh, had a fro, I yep. guess, because of the time. And I didn't know fish could grow froze. Oh, of course, um, nobody else in the whole movie had hair, but his dad. Uh, but I mean, the story's it's pretty straightforward. It's not like a a shocker. There's no surprises around any corners, really. You can kind of predict it. But I think they did a good job because they just use it as kind of vehicles for all their jokes and puns. You know, like yeah. they're not, you know, ask the audience with their story here. You know, they're just like, hey, they're come along on this ride much. with us. We're gonna make a ton of <laughs> puns and jokes. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Let's pick the lowest hanging fruit. And that's what we're doing. But they got all the low-hanging fruit. Like, they were thorough about it. And on that level, I kind of appreciate it. Uh, I mean, were you guys okay with the story? we have fart joke. Oh, yeah. There was one fart joke. Josh does not like fart jokes. Just so you know, Corey. I think they're childish. (laughs) Like, not even a little bit. No. In no context. Disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Here, fart joke pound. Yep. There we go. Can't can't go wrong with that. No, I we, don't we were saving to. that for you, and oh. you, you participated. I'm <laughs> yeah, proud of you. Thanks, no buddy. problem. I feel bad so subconsciously, myself. you'd love fart jokes. I'm going to drink this now because I don't. I, I hate my life. Okay, you do what you got to do. No, I don't want that. <laughs> it's it's just unleaded. Unleaded. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I I never. <laughs> I've never seen this movie Fest before. Bad. Well, it's September right now, so of course oh, that's it why. smells I, like I, the I future. Gotta, I gotta wait. <laughs> I've never seen this movie. Uh, so going into it, from how bad Josh has trashed on this movie beforehand, <laughs> I thought it was going to be the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the jokes and just the ridiculousness mm-hmm. and Will Smith playing Will Smith. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, let's make him look We're like Will Smith. And we'll... here, yeah. like, everything, I, I was 
okay with it. Mm-hmm. I'm okay not watching it again, mm-hmm. but I don't regret watching it. Yeah. I'm kind of about in that same spot. I mean, I could see myself watching it one more time just to really focus in on all the little visual puns, mm-hmm. look at all the signs and things like that. But I mean, I, I agree. And, and you mentioned Will Smith there, and I think it's a good point. I think this movie would have been possibly a lot better if somebody else was in that role. To me, Will Smith, I love Will Smith as a comedic actor in movies when I'm looking at Will Smith, but certain comedic actors that don't come off well when they're voicing cartoon characters. Yeah. They just don't. And he is one of them. And he was terrible in this well, movie. Well, his what? backup just go, oh, the whole time. That's it, his backup everything. Yeah. Like, I, if you took this out of the sea and it was human characters and it was a comedy. I'm sure it would have been fine. It would have been fine because he is freaking funny. But... As a miss, half of his humor is his faces and, you know, the way that he has a physical comedy to what he does. And they, and and they, they did not and animate they, it they to tr- look like they him. They tried to do it. They tried yeah. to animate his faces, but they looked yeah. stupid. Well, and speaking of faces, I hated how they put, like, almost, like, heads and, like, humanoid faces on these fish. Like, they tried to, like... Make it so, like, when their fish body stands up, like, their head can kind of bend down and, like, look at you. It didn't work for me, the way they did the fish faces on these. You know, I like the fish bodies. They they were cool, but I did not like the way they did the, the faces. And I don't know. I Like I said, I think it would have been better if it wasn't Will Smith. But looking at the movies that he was in around that time, I mean, he was really big at the time. Yeah, he, so yeah. I mean, of course they wanted to have a big name actor. For sure, the for it. it makes sense. But, yes, he did. And ever since Robin fit. William did the genie, which now Will Smith is going to do the yeah. genie, which I'm scared <laughs> about. Uh, but ever since Robin Williams did the genie, every animation company was searching for that person to be that comedic role in their film, and you know nobody did it like Robin did it. Uh, no one can, and nobody ever will. I mean, we'll have different things. Well, you know, like yeah. I think David Spade as Cusco was freaking hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know, there there are examples of of really funny comedic characters, but this one didn't work for me. All of the humor was outside of his character to me. Like I liked Jack Black's character; I thought he was really funny. Mm-hmm. I liked the two jellyfish; I thought they were really funny. Um, you know, I thought a lot of it was pretty funny. I laughed a surprising amount in this movie. I I was disappointed that we didn't get any Will Smith rap. Yeah, Did we got him kind of. No. Yeah, he kind of tried to sing that Bob Marley song for a minute, the, the and then they second. were like, "That's not how you sing that, man." Yeah, and they stopped him. Uh, but we yeah, got to get the Will I Smith. I was surprised, rap in there. especially in the closing credits. I was surprised that we didn't get a men style kind of soundtrack rap yeah. with so, all the haha. What? Yeah, na 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 na. That kind of stuff. Yeah, getting fishy with it. That <laughs> thing, exactly. That could have been the Josh, song. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that was my contribution for this episode. <laughs> Bye, everybody. I'm out. All right, see you, dude. Uh, drop, the, drop the mic. Boom. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I. It was. It was interesting. I, I, I kept thinking through the whole movie, like, who else would I put in that role? And I don't know that there's a lot of good options. I think they tried too much, mm-hmm. you know. And I wonder how much they let him improv. Like All of it. <laughs> it kind of sounded like it. it was just Will Smith being Will Smith. And it's like, man, you should have scripted this a little more, I think. Because yeah. he's not. I mean, even what James Woods did on Hades um, in the movie Hercules. You've seen that, yes. right? Okay. I mean, he was allowed to improv because he's just so witty and 
you know, funny off the cuff like that. And so that makes sense. But I've never found Will Smith to be that great improvisationally speaking. I can agree with that. You know? So anyway, enough harping on Will Smith. <laughs> um, he's a fine person in the right role. Just not this one. Um, what did you guys think about the rest of the characters? I've, I've mentioned a lot of them, but did you guys like any of these characters? I like Lemmy the Shark. Yeah? Yeah. I liked, I liked him, too. Liked I didn't really like any of the fish. Yeah, the fish weren't my favorite. I did like the crazy crab. And the shrimp. <laughs> he was funny. The shrimp the were kind of funny, cool. yeah. I kind of liked them. But yeah, the sharks, mostly the sharks God, are my that favorite characters. Long story that the shrimp did. <laughs> Good <laughs> lord. That was such a weird moment. I was like, oh my gosh. They got dark. We still love him and he's growing. We try. He's trying to beg that shark not to eat him. And oh my gosh. True story. It's so funny. Yeah, I liked the the whole Godfather mob story side with all the sharks. I like whenever we see them in their areas, it's kind of gray tones and, you know, dark. You know, obviously they're down a little deeper, down with the Titanic. Nowhere near anywhere where there would be some kind of glorious reef, like where the fish live. <laughs> like we're, we're, ocean geography is a little off here, but... Uh, I liked the the tonal changes when we would go to them because it felt like a darker mob movie kind of uh, environment. I like a lot of the puns that they made. I thought all those characters were really well done. And it was like you had like the different families, you know, different types of sharks showed up at the the sit down. I didn't like Angelina Jolie's hair, her fish hair. Yeah, I didn't didn't like her design much at all. Can you think of any fish you actually liked? All the things that were that we enjoyed weren't the fish i mean i liked uh sykes character yeah. the puffer fish i okay. liked him i liked angie i, I mean about, she I just kind sykes. of is the loser the whole time until the very end when she finally wins um but yeah the fish so just were like just like there to be problem. kind of a kind of a flock you know um, they were providing the well i mean you know, the mob mentality so yeah, it's about the sharks. It's, it's, like, it's, <laughs> it's almost more about also, Lenny also like than anybody she, else. Yeah. Also you know? like how she was reading the paper that shed that said Shark Tale on it. And I was like, oh, wow. So we're not even ju- – we're just not going to say it. We're just going to show just it. Roll oh, credits right one, there. <laughs> I didn't see that. That's awesome. Again, that's the reason why I would go back and watch this is just to pause it and look at some of those scenes and yeah. pick out all the, the neat little jokes and puns. So, yeah, I mean, I think it is a Shark Tale, and I think it's really more about Lenny – than anything and i'm wondering exactly how much they were trying to say with his character yeah you know because the thing is is that vegetarian vegetarian likes to dress differently yeah Yeah. exactly it's like Mm -hmm. why can't you just let me be me and you're like i'm not sure he's just a vegetarian my son a hug (laughs) exactly and you know it is nice that in the end you know the dad kind of is shown the light by the wise will smith and uh-huh. <laughs> nice <laughs> and uh you know that's a sweet moment but i don't know it i get it i don't know that i don't know that it was that moving or powerful the statement they're trying to make but i thought it was sweet and a nice effort i guess um it was an effort to kind of it was an effort you know give the audience a notion of you know accept people who for who they are they're not all going to fit into your little box and your little um definition of how they should be um they're going to be who they are and and that's that's a good notion you know i i appreciate and support that 
but in the context of this kind of really goofy movie, I, I don't know. It's like, we're actually trying to have a message with this movie. Like what? Yeah. Like, I don't know that that was it, it, necessarily it the right really vehicle. Fit, yeah. It was a good message. Yeah. I mean, I think of a movie like Zootopia where, yeah, there was some humor, but that was a, a real movie, you know, and they had a real message to it and it carried weight, you know, in a way that I don't, I don't know that this affected anybody personally in their worldview in any yeah. way whatsoever. I don't think so. so I don't know. I, mean, I always kind of go to a red lobster and get the, they're, they're doing <laughs> shrimp and more right now. So nice. It did make me hungry for a shrimp cocktail during that <laughs> shrimp scene. <laughs> yeah. It looked good. <laughs> it definitely looked good. Be, be very, very fresh. All you can eat, guys, all you can eat shrimp. We can go right now for lunch. I'm, I am hungry. Mm, that sounds delicious. Delicious. After we watch Shark Tale, we're going to go eat some fish. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's the way it should be. So I'll talk about the art for a little bit. Can I, I already talked a little bit about the character design, and then we'll end on music. All right. How's that sound? Okay. So I was actually pretty surprised by the art in this you know i mentioned that i didn't like how they did the fish faces and kind of gave them heads with necks it didn't really work for me but the rest of their designs i kind of liked i like how that like uh traffic fish looked kind of like a helicopter i like how they had a police car fish (laughs) that had like two luminescent fish on top of it blinking you know things like that i thought were really clever i thought the sharks were designed really well I really liked the environmental design, though. Like, I, I loved the reef city and all the things that they kind of came up with there. It, it kind of begs the question, like in cars, like how did these fish build this city? But whatever, they've got technology. They have like hands and car- fingers. Did they have fingers? Yep, they had fingers. They did have fingers, huh? Because well, he was a weird like, thing. Because he was like, "You owe me five thousand dollars." Oh yeah, <laughs> they did have fingers. And they have they have whale washes, and you know that's where the fish sticks come from. Fingers. Oh, there we go. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so I really liked the environment. I thought they had fantastic, bright, bold colors, which I always appreciate. I love that the sharks were in the Titanic, and it looked like the Titanic, and there were references to the Titanic. Bodies and all? Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Man, I just, I was kind of impressed. Now, I had my criticisms of the character design and the fact that half the time it didn't feel like they were actually in water like we didn't have that feel so i mean it gets a ding for me on that but you know from 2004 it being cgi it actually holds up pretty well you know compared to most things we look back on in 2004 now they look like crap because cgi gets dated real fast you know so i mean yeah i was i was surprised by it still not you know not groundbreaking but yeah there's been worse absolutely absolutely so yeah so dude Hans zimmer did the score for i this. don't want to talk about it like i i think i don't remember I, much i like the score didn't most of the score was like, missy elliott and christina aguilera well they had a lot of songs in it but yeah. like the but parts the, that he would have written like i can't it didn't, even, chase, it didn't sound scene, maybe yeah okay yeah. there's a handful of it of scenes but i love Hans zimmer but i think he was drunk <laughs> <laughs> we should have Hans Zimmer on the show. Talk yeah, about all the I'll, animated soundtracks. You he's work done. on that. Okay, I will. All right. Let's some of it. We'll yes. ask him, Hans. Like, what happened? He's, how much did they pay you, dude? Because it must have been a mint. I want the, the, the his response to be, I don't remember. Of course, a lot of like, times, let's think of it this way: from their perspective, you know, a company like 
Disney or Pixar or DreamWorks or Fox or Warner Brothers comes to you and says, hey, we have this big budget animated feature. And when they hit, they hit. Like those types of movies become huge. Like Shrek, ginormous hit, you know. And so if somebody comes to you and says you want to do the score for this animated epic picture, we're going to have De Niro in it. We're going to have Will Smith in it. You know, on that from that end, you're like, oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You don't know what that end product's gonna be. You know, it's not like they made the film. They're like, here it is. Do you want to write the the music bits in between here? If he would have looked at it, then he might have been like, eh, I'm not so sure about it. No, he probably like... thought it was a great opportunity, oh, and absolutely. it probably had the potential to be a great opportunity. So I don't know. I don't blame him for doing it, but it didn't strike me. I don't remember any of the music. Basically. I honestly don't either. Yeah, and. I don't know of very many animated movies that he's scored. Yeah, I, there's, there's I feel a like few. he's done a few, but I can't remember what. The, didn't he do another DreamWorks movie? One of the early ones. Did he do the music for Prince of Egypt? Um, I'm not sure. I can't remember now. I feel like he did. He did it for Spirit. Stallion. Oh, of the Spirit. Simon. I knew it was one of the DreamWorks ones. But as for mo- like most of these, are just they're not yeah. animated movies, right? But as for the soundtrack itself, I bleh. Yeah, I I wasn't a huge fan of it. Even the songs songs they did the the version of at the car wash with Christina and Missy Elliott. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. And they I like would have rather just Elliott. have the original, you know. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know Ziggy Marley and Dougie Doug singing. It's gonna Remember be all Dougie right. Dougie Doug guys, yeah. good lord. <laughs> so yep. When I told my wife yesterday that we were watching this movie, mm-hmm. she was ecstatic, saying she loved this movie. <laughs> That's and awesome. And then turned the TV on and went to YouTube and played the Car Wash song. Oh, okay. Okay. And she, yeah. <laughs> she I mean, it loves that it's song. It's a f- <laughs> fun movie. And if you saw it in 2004 and you were a young person, I can see how this could have been one of your favorite childhood movies. Yeah. And you have nostalgia for it. Uh,. You know, I didn't see it when it came out. I wouldn't have had a childhood nostalgia for it because I'm so old. But they, they did. I can see how. Oh, I'm sure. Like it was I'm sure it was marketed like crazy. No. I mean, Jeffrey Katzenberger was the the producer on it. This is when he was trying to push DreamWorks ahead of Disney, and and in some ways they were beating Disney in those middle 2000s uh, because Disney wasn't doing so hot. So I, yeah, I'm sure they marketed the heck out of it. I, I just remember watching. TV and it at, when like a good month before it came mm-hmm. out, every commercial break, no matter what channel you were on, yeah, it was Shark Tale. Shark Tale. So that that irritated me to the point that I'm like, I don't want to see this. Right. I don't care about it. It's too much. Yeah. Well, we've all now watched it, and we can all decide whether or not we want to watch it again. But let's go ahead and rate it. Corey, give it a two point five Durgans. Nice. Okay. Uh, am I going next? Okay. Uh, I think I'm right about there with you. I'm going to give it a 2.5 because I was pleasantly surprised by some things. So right in the middle, 2.5. Uh, do we, do we want to guess what Josh's rating is for this? Well, he does whole numbers. So it's either a zero or a one. <laughs> do you ever go zero? You're, you're going to go. Or is one, one's the lowest. One's the lowest. I'm, I'm going to guess he's going to give it a gonna, one. He's going to surprise us. He's going to go five. No, he's going to give it a one. It's going to be a two <laughs> all right mainly because i forgot about all the fish puns oh yeah but not they even fish puns can save this dumpster fire it's a one <laughs> yes 
now this I is wish your I third time. Cook, I wish I could cook all of those fish <laughs> and then just not eat them. That's what I want. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. This is your third time Second. seeing it. Oh, okay. I thought it was your third. No, I well, think I saw this in the theater mm-hmm. with a group of friends. I I want to say that happened, and I don't remember it being a good experience. And you've do lost you, do you touch with those all friends? Those friends because <laughs> uh, you hate them. I don't even remember who I would have seen it with, but I, I vaguely remember seeing this at Movie 6. So mm. so this movie ruined your friendship? Probably, yes. Thanks, Will Smith, <laughs> you jerk. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hilarious. All right, well, do we want to go into our next segment? Let's do it. All right. And now... For another top five. All right, so I dropped the ball. Yeah, I dropped the ball. <laughs> I don't have a top five, but I can still contribute. Well, no, that's the thing. Things. We're we're not. We're, yeah, we're gonna we're, just yeah. com- we're just gonna have a list, and we're gonna make it into a top five together as a group discussion. So we just we just wanted to know if you wanted to add anything to gotcha. our list. All right, I, I, so I, this, I tossed in my two things. So this top were, five okay. is gonna be different. 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 Exactly. Do it. Different. There you go. Perfect. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) It was like one person said all three. (laughs) Um, So yeah, this is going to be a kind of like a glimpse into uh, what we do on our during our production meetings. Yeah. Exactly. Top five. So we're gonna we're gonna come up with a top five all together. I say we have to pitch it too. Like we have to pitch why this is going to be top five. Yeah. Yeah. So this week we're doing our top five science fiction franchises, properties, properties, properties yeah, I think is a that we would it. like to see animated. Yeah. So it was really hard. That hopefully they haven't already animated. Yeah, these now are, there these may are things be things we, out there that we don't know Yeah, these of. are things that we don't know about. I mean, right. Blade Runner was on the list and until Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had to cross that one out. So we crossed it. You want me to go ahead and read the list of what we have? Okay, so these are the things that we have on the list, and we're going to kind of narrow this down to a top five as a group. So we have The Expanse. Which one's that? The show on sci-fi. Show on sci-fi, right. Is that we the have... one with the train? No, that's uh, The def... Defiance, I think. No, that was the one where... Uh... Thomas Jane is in The Expanse. Okay, yeah. The Defiance is the one that they, they did with they did, the, they did the, the, video t- game. the video game TV show yes. thing. Okay. Got it. Uh, we also have the video game franchise Gears of War. Uh, we have John Carter of Mars, which Disney thoroughly messed up. Tim we'd like, we'd like them to redo it. Uh, Jurassic Park, of course. It's something we mention on almost every episode. Uh, another Michael Crichton story, Sphere. Uh, we also have the science fiction movie Ultraviolet. A science fiction short, short story by Ray Bradbury called Mars is Heaven. One more science fiction short story by Isaac Asimov called Nightfall. Uh, we have the novel turned movie Logan's Run. And then we also have the similar science fiction film The Island. So these are the things that we came up with that we all enjoyed but we would love to see animated and would actually kind of think that maybe they might be better animated. I also so, want to have one on there. Okay. What do you got? I want to re put another uh, short story on there. Ken okay. by Bruce McAllister. That one that LeVar Burton read. Okay. That short story. K E N K I N K 
Kim. That would be really awesome. I know, right? That would, would really make a great good. like forty-five minute thing. Yeah, and just be like boom, boom, and it's done. That'd be awesome. All right, so who wants to start? I want Jurassic Park in there. Okay, but I don't want Jurassic Park the the movie. The movie. I want Jurassic Park the book. The book. Because I want to have I want to have a series where Lex says I'm hungry. 12 times that's what i want i want that series i want everybody dying like they're supposed to die yeah i want muldoon surviving like he's supposed to survive Mm -hmm. um you want ian malcolm to be a much more central important character like he's supposed to be he was was, he yes he was the heart and soul of that book man like he's the, I think Grant was the heart and soul of that book. Mm. Actually, it, that book was more about Lex and Tim. Lex and Tim were lot primary of, characters. A lot about in that them. One. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean that's true. I don't know. To me, like Ian stands out so much in the book, and he's just kind of a funny see, I character. Thought, see, I thought he in, was in more movie. in the in the movie. He was more of a person, but like in the book, he's just. It may be Man. because I gravitated toward his character, and so when I read it, I kind of pay attention to his stuff, and I think you gravitate more towards Grant, and so you kind of gravitate towards his story. Maybe. Eh, yeah. Well, in the books, it was more Lex and Tim. I was I was all with them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But do you think it would be better visually animated? Because it's one of the most visually stunning films ever created, that first movie, and it stands up today, and I, I never tire of watching it. Well, I mean, you can't really compare the two. That's why I'm like... We keep Jurassic Park, the live action, the way it is. Mm-hmm. And this is off of the book. Mm-hmm. That's that's really just what I I think it'd be cool because if you did it as a series, you could really tell the full story. Yeah. So would you tell it as like a Netflix, like 13 episode, yeah, 13, awesome? 12, 13, that, that would be all I would need. And what kind of animation style would you do? I don't like what Netflix is doing with their originals stuff. Like yeah, that, that, weird that weird style. CG stuff. I don't want that. Um Going traditional if, hand drawn. I don't know if I want anime. A mix between anime and something else. Yeah, something. I don't know how to. Troll hunter style. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Somewhere I, in that I range. see. There's, there's limitations with that style, though. Like a mix between that and anime. Guillermo del yeah. Toro is good with creatures. He is good with creatures. So dinosaurs could be pretty awesome. Dinosaur with like him. an eyeball that pops up on his hip or something like that. No, it's going to be a weird. Know dinosaur. That he'd go fantasy with it, but. <laughs> I mean, that, Del Toro is amazing. That could be cool. I like the idea of it being a real graphic-y hand Oh, yeah. Drawn. It needs to be bloody and violent. I don't mean graphic in a content <laughs> sense. I mean in a visual art sense. Oh, like, no. Yeah, I got that, too. But, I mean, it needs to be bloody and violent. So, I don't, like, you can't really, it, it, that, so, that doesn't translate very well yeah, it with, needs to actually with, like, show. The, with the CG. So, what you're saying, like, with, like, a 2D art style, I think mm-hmm. would work better. Yeah, I agree. Like, the scene where Dennis Nadry meets his end Mm -hmm. super graphic and if it's going to be like cgi i'd rather that be a a hand-drawn you know i think it like i picture almost like comic book style art really graphic and i think it can be awesome yeah i'm picturing more along the lines of what the final fantasy movies have done Oh, like hyper so kind of like advent children okay i could see something like i haven't haven't seen Mm -hmm. kingsglaive so that's, yeah, that could you be were cool. supposed to bring it, but we Aww. haven't watched it yet. Huh? When, I thought, when were we going to watch it? Are we watching Is that going to be an episode? You said it was. Oh. <laughs> Oops. Spoiler! Future episode. Well, I mean, you can watch it whenever you want to watch it. Yeah. I would like to watch it, but I don't have it. Oh, I'll bring it up next time. You need to bring it up next time. 
can bring it up Monday. <clears throat> All right. So, so is that your pitch? You you good yeah, with that one? Yeah, I want I want that one, and I want the <laughs> island because I want to see an animated Ewan McGregor <laughs> and an animated Scarlett Johansson. We'll le- we'll let you have another turn in a minute. And an animated. <laughs> we'll let you have another turn in a minute. All right, so I'm gonna go next yep. if that's okay with you, Corey. No. Um, the one that I want to see more than anything is an Isaac Asimov story called Nightfall. Have either of you guys read the story nope, that nope. you're aware of? It's fantastic. Here's here's the basic storyline. It's on a planet that has two suns, and because of the way that their solar system rotates, they have never experienced nighttime because one of the suns is always present, is always visible. And there is this once-in-a-millennium event about to happen where both of the suns are going to line up on the other side of the planet, and they're, for the very first time, going to be cast into darkness. So this is a society that has always had sunlight to light everything. They don't have, you know, lighting equipment. You know, so it's going to go dark. And it's basically about what happens when night actually falls for the first time ever amongst these people. And basically they all go insane and riot and it's crazy, but it's the way that it's told. It's, it's almost like a psychological thriller. It's a short story, but it feels like you've been on this epic, you know, journey almost. And it was so visual, like all of the images in my head from reading that story were so strong. And I remember it to this day. I read it probably 10 years ago. And I would love to see it play out like similar to Josh in like a mini series format, you know, kind of like a Stephen King like television the first, event or the something. First, you know, three episodes, three to four episodes are you know, like your build up, and mm-hmm. then that fourth episode exactly. it goes dark, and then going into say five, that's yes. when you know it kicks off. Right. That exactly. Sounds really interesting. Yeah, and you know, a lot of it is about the scientists trying to like predict it, and then trying to, you know figure out okay what's going to happen like are people going to be okay like we don't know we've never been in this situation before mm-hmm. so it's fascinating to think about on that level like what if you had never seen night before you know they've never seen the stars because it's never been dark and all of a sudden darkness you can see you know out into the expanse like you've never been able to before that would be a mind-blowing experience oh, yeah. and i just think they could do so many cool things in an animated setting and I would, I would just love to see it. I think it'd be really, really cool. That sounds like it would be really. Awesome. I honestly would love a Japanese studio to do it. You know, I think about things like Padma Inverted, and um, you know, things in that realm. I think a studio like that, a director like that, could really nail something like this. So that's the kind of style I would like to see. I think it'd be amazing. That'd be good, Corey. So, I kind of want to steal one that you put on there. Do it. Pitch it. Ken. Yeah, Ken. Ken is a short story. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember who who did it. Bruce McAllister. Okay. Oh, okay. It's in his uh, short story collection, "The Girl Who Loves Animals." Okay. Okay. And it's a short little rundown uh, in the future. And if you're going to have more than one kid, you need to have a permit for it, basically. Oh, okay. Um, otherwise, the kid is killed. Uh, before it's born okay uh and there's is this a population control issue so it's yeah on? like we we see that it's earth and like the future future and like well, everybody's other, kind other of aliens in it as stacked well. on top because it says okay. that he's in 
some place is it detroit not detroit it's or some some some, si- some city. city it's kind of like a slummy area yeah and okay. it's like stacked upon stacked upon stacked upon stacked mm. kind of like okay. uh ready player one yeah okay Got uh it. and there there are alien creatures around as well that uh, are on earth and stuff oh, okay uh but there's this one race i can't remember what they're called um that most people avoid because they seem kind of like a, the stereotype is they're assassins oh uh and this kid finds one. You he, he con- find out he contacts about what a hundred or so, trying to find yeah. one to actually respond back to him. And he's trying to offer all the money he has for him, for the, uh, the alien, to kill this guy who's going to kill his brother. And you find out that his sister, bro- sister, yes, sister is not even born yet, but they can't get a permit. So he, but went, but uh, but you don't know about that, and that's yeah. that's the kicker of the yeah. story uh, is the whole time he's like, he's he's, he's, he's going to kill my sister. sister. That's the kicker. I don't even know. That's yeah, right. yeah, that's you're, the kicker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's the kicker, and it's awesome. And you find that out, you're like, oh my gosh, it's so good. Um, Sounds good. Then the way it ends, which I'm not going to say, I I loved it. I thought the the conversations between the kid and the alien, that both times that it happens. And it's just and it's just the alien. Yeah. Like, there's no... Like, I don't think we get his name, do we? Yes. Except I think, maybe at I, the I end. I think you might get his name. Yeah, you do get his name, because uh, a package... Yeah, from him. Yeah. Uh, but I recommend listening to it. Is it? It or sounds like it's it. mostly like almost like a mystery. Is there like action to this story? No. Okay. No action so at all. So it's high story, high character. Yes. Cool. And are you, you envisioning it as a film? This one to me, for some reason, I, sounds more like just a film. Yes, short film. Yeah. Okay. Be short tweet. Yeah. Be cool. Nice. Yeah. That sounds and like it can be awesome. if you want to listen to it, you can go on iTunes or your favorite podcasting service. Go to LeVar Burton Reads. Oh, yeah. You guys actually episode that one. Episode one. Episode one of his podcast. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It's a great cool. way to kick off yes. that podcast. I think I will go listen to that. I, I have a drive, it. a three-hour drive ahead of me this when we're done. It's all of 30 minutes. And yep. I, but that'll be part of it. I think I'll download it. Cool. Good. Yeah, awesome. I, I was blown away by it. Sweet. All right, Corey, or Corey, Josh, your next turn. Uh, you want to do the island? What do I have? I guess I got the island. You got the Sorry, island. You got... Yeah, that was... Took my Who's, Whose was the expanse? Was that yours? That was, was mine. That one? That's okay. his. Um, yeah, I mean, do you want to do the island? Um, <laughs> no. Does it... Does It It doesn't beat out Jurassic Park for you, right? No. Yeah, okay. I, I just want to see Jurassic Park. Yeah. I just want to see the book done... Now Justice we have two similars here. We have the island, but we also have Logan's Run. Now, have you guys all seen both of those? Yeah, I've seen I the like, island, not Logan's I Run. I liked. You need to change that, sir. You need to go watch <laughs> the 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 remastered version of Logan's Run. It looks That's, fantastic. When is that? Was that seventy five, seventy six, something like that? It's old. I think it's earlier than that. Is it? Yeah, I want to say it's early seventies, late sixties. It's pretty old. But it's fantastic. Stars Michael York, and you know the premise is basically it's a society society where, um, basically you have a you have a crystal seventy six dystopian dude. Nice, you nailed it. <laughs> uh, you have a crystal in your hand, and basically when you turn thirty, you're done. You're cooked. Yep. They're not the society will not support you anymore, and in fact they're going to take you and use your body for, you know, the betterment of. The society. So basically, you only have thirty years to live, and okay. it's a guy saying, mm, "I don't like this deal. I'm out," and trying to escape. And I mean, kind of like the island. There's a lot of similarities. I just love Logan's Run because it's 
it's so science fictiony. I mean, it's all about, you know, this future society and this kind of dystopia and, you know, the it, it kind of has a almost a Planet of the Apes type twist at the end um, when he, you know, breaches the barriers of where they are. And to me, it's just everything that science fiction fiction lovers love about science fiction and uh, and especially that era of science fiction. And so I just would love to see more sci-fi animated mm-hmm. things like in a classic sense. And to me, this is a perfect opportunity. Now, Family Guy has spoofed it a couple of times, okay. but I'm not counting that. Yeah. Uh, but I think it would be an amazing animated piece. And and honestly, I think it would make a better movie than a series. I don't there's not a lot of need to tell tons of story. It's pretty apparent what the story is, and it's more about the twist at the end and, you know, kind of you know, the the tenseness of the escape and the pursuit. And so I think it would make a fantastic like action movie and sounds good. Yeah. That that would be my and I think this one would actually be better in CG. I think they could do a fantastic, you know, science fiction world and mm-hmm. build it out. Did either of you see Mars's mom Mars Needs Moms? No. Did you see that? It's it's in this kind of cool hyper realistic style. And I think they could do this in that style and it would be amazing okay really amazing so that would be my other my other choice it's, it's kind of thing in the martian the martian could be cool like it could do be cool. it more from the book and do maybe like 10 episodes mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. it because like in the movie there's really no sense that he's really ever in that much danger whereas he is in danger in the book yep. like different stuff happens like when mm-hmm. he pulls his back and is like out for like three days and you're like, oh, yeah, I mean, he's running out of time. Right. So, I mean, you know, just stuff like that I think would be cooler. Like, when he gets blown in, uh, like, when the hatch blows up and he's, like, stuck in that little part of the hab where he has to, like, try and hamster wheel it out mm-hmm. to the, um, whatever the SUV, the car is. Mm-hmm. Like, that that was a cool part. And you're just, yeah. like, tense the whole time. We're like, oh, my gosh. Because, like, he's helmet's cracked he's gonna put duct tape on it (laughs) and you're like good what is going on it's like good lord yeah like stuff like that i think that would make a good you know if we can maybe dial up the intensity on it just a little bit Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and especially the slub the subplot in there with the guys on the ship that is completely glossed over in the movie Oh yeah. See, I haven't read the book. I, it's I'm on my list. The movie. It's on okay. my list. So well, we'll just say um, the plan that they go when they slingshot around. the mm-hmm. The contingency plan was if it doesn't work, like if something bad happens, they're gonna come back. All of the crew members, except for uh, that one chick, whose name not the captain, the other one. I can't remember her name. The one who gets pregnant at the end. Mm-hmm. They're all going to commit suicide, and she's going to live oh. to bring the ship and all the research back. Wow. Yeah. So it was a it was planned that Jeez. it was a contingency, and oh. she's having to tell her dad this. She's like, don't worry. I'll be fine. And she's like, mm-hmm. but what happens? is like, no, I'll be fine. And you're <laughs> like, wow. And so she tells him, and it's just like, dang. Yeah. Wow. That's NASA, nuts. NASA was prepared. <laughs> That is nuts. All right. Well, I added that one to the list. I think that's actually a good a good option. That's all I got. 
I kind of want to toss in another one. I don't know how well it would be animated, but okay. I want to see more of it. Fifth Element. You know, I kind of thought about that one, but... Do you want a Fifth Element series or just series. another movie? Series. Okay. I want a full-on series. Mm-hmm. I want to see more of that insane world. You yeah. want to see more of Lilu? Yeah. I like the character that... Um, who is it? Chris Tucker? Ruby Rod! I love that character. It's such a cool, flamboyant, awesome idea of what like a DJ could become mm-hmm. in the future. And I I thought it was fascinating. The reason I didn't really consider putting that one on the list is I feel like it's such a bright, bold, crazy movie already. It almost is an animated movie in a lot of ways. And I don't know. I feel like it's... It's I don't know that it would be done better animated. I wouldn't... I I just want to see more Fifth Element. Yeah. No, that's cool. I I can get behind that. I like it. I'll add it to the list. Our (laughs) list is getting long, fellas. I think that would be cool, a fifth element. That would be that would be pretty nifty. Yep. All right, so um, I want to see more of that guy. That, that let's just let's just go through a couple of these and see you know get your guys' opinions on whether or not you'd think they would work animated. So what about the Expanse? What is the Expanse? It's a series, right? The Expanse is a series on sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll as much as I love the show, I'll say there's there's better stuff on the list. Okay. So, but why would you want to see it animated? Would it? Do you think it would be better animated? They would be able to do a lot more with it. I think. Okay. Uh, because it is on sci-fi, mm-hmm. it's restricted. Gotcha. In a lot of certain things, like they they do touch on some tough subjects. Mm-hmm. But I get the sense like they would be able to it open up the world a bit more. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. So the other one on the list is Gears of War. Have you guys played that game? It's yes. animated those, those games. I mean, <laughs> yeah, technically, as a video animated. game, it is animated already, and it, it's close. But I would actually love because I feel like the story that they do weave into it is really good. Oh, I and think the series a, would be great. You get attached to those characters, and you feel like you know those characters if you play through all the games. And you'll, and you'll finally figure out how you got on that train in the very end. Of Gears of War. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're just like, oh my god, like oh man, those Krill guys. What uh, those guys uh, were crazy. Oh, we're on a train. We got to kill the boss now. <laughs> yeah, and that scene on Hardcore is rough. I mean, that it's scene. Hardcore. It uh, is, uh-huh. um, but I mean, because of that, I would love to see it just as a straightforward series. And I know they did a series of novels on yeah. it, and so just to really get the real story of of Phoenix and Dom and and all those characters, Coltrane, Coltrane, and Baird, and all of them, you know, <laughs> I just I would love to see that. And I think in an animated context, they could use the same style of animation that they use in the game, so mm-hmm. it would have that continuity visually. And I think it could be. Pretty fantastic. What was the name of the brothers? That are like those grunts in every I single one that they remember. all die. Oh, I don't know. Those poor guys. I don't remember. Uh, okay, the next one on the list is John Carter of Mars, Meh. which I think is a fantastic novel and series. Well, here's the thing: if we, if we do it by the novel, are you gonna give it any sort of special rating? Because I mean, the novel is very. There's parts in the novels like, are you going to? Would it be PG thirteen, or do you think it'd be R? I think you may have to do, or since it's animation, MA. I mean, since we're basically like talking about our dreams right now, I say I mean, MA. I don't have any problem with R rated, but I know that commercially that doesn't fly. So, I mean, if it's if, starting if, to do more, if we're making the movie I want it to be, then it'll be whatever it needs to be. So I'm cool with it. But I understand that re- releasing an R-rated animated movie 
is going to make are much you gonna money. Are you going to do a movie or are you going to do a series? Because you can get away with a series I think I would do, I would do like movie. a trilogy of movies of the first three novels. I think that's how I would do it. Do you it. want to try and fit everything in two hours? Yeah, I first think book. you can. I, I think you absolutely can. I think they could have in the movie that they screwed up, but they just didn't. They were obsessed with dumb effects that didn't work and just terrible design all over the place. Tim Riggins, what were you thinking, buddy? Good old Tim Riggins. <laughs> so I think he animated, like they could forever. do it better. Civil War Earth forever. forever. <laughs> so, did you ever watch Friday Night Lights? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, Sphere from Michael Crichton. Did you guys read that book? Nope. nope. Did you see the movie? Nope. nope. Okay. It is probably the most intense psychological thriller I've ever encountered in the world of sci-fi. And I would love to see it done well. The movie was awful. It it missed the point altogether. Kind of like the was movie. Was it awful like Dream Hunters awful? I never saw that. With Stephen King? Okay, sorry. I feel like <laughs> with the exception of the first Jurassic Park film, Michael Crichton's novels have been done more injustice than any other novelist in well, the movies. What about Congo? Congo is the worst what they missed the entire point of the freaking book that book is fan freaking tastic and that movie missed missed i enjoyed all that movie did you read the book i did not read the book though Uh, they got lasers man they (laughs) got lasers in dude okay moving on ultraviolet you guys have seen that movie right yes Uh, another mila jovovich movie i think that would be fan fantastic as an animated film i thought they did a good job in you know the live action version mm-hmm. but animated, animated i think would be spot on oh they could do some great stuff with it why don't we put underworld on the list that's more fantasy than sci-fi i think i think so because yeah. it involves vampires we didn't do a fantasy one we'll do a fan we'll do, we'll do that next, next time i'll have a list set. so oh yeah I got, I, got, I got a list <laughs> i just think that one would be visually oh, really fun yeah, to it see. would be great I mean that's not a great story. It's just it's fun yeah. to look at. Can we do Event Horizon <laughs> like dark? <laughs> nice. Samuel just goes around killing people. Uh, the last one on the list is another short story that I brought to the table called Mars's Heaven. Have you guys read that one? Nope. nope. It's a Ray Bradbury story, and it's basically it's another plot twist kind of story. And you know this this crew on a spaceship lands on Mars, and when they land, they land in a town that looks like the hometown that they all grew up in and all of their deceased friends and family start coming out to greet them and so on and so forth (laughs) and there's a major plot twist and it's is it like it's like a psychological it may be similar to some of that storyline they were all in purgatory the whole time (laughs) similar but not quite um and i don't really want to spoil it in case anybody wants to read the story which i highly recommend um but it's another kind of cool science fictiony psychological thriller kind of thing and i think it would be make a neat series um so that's another one i have on the list it's not one of my top picks but um okay so we basically at this point we have six which we've all kind of heavily pitched and let's narrow this down to a top five so we have the fifth element the martian jurassic park Nightfall, Logan's Run, and The Island. Do you guys have any like kin? 
Ken's got to be in there. Oh, Ken. I forgot. I didn't drop fifth element and put Kid in. I say drop the island and put Kim in. Kim in. Well, we got to drop two now because we have seven stars. So drop we drop the island, and, the island and, element. and we drop the fifth element. So our five <clears throat> right now in no particular order are the Martian, Kin, Jurassic Park, Nightfall, and Logan's Run. Are we good with this five? We could probably drop the Martian for fifth element. So the Martian out, the fifth element back in? Because I would like to see. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I haven't read The Martian, though, so you, that's the thing. In this case, your pitch was you want to see more story, like continuation of The Fifth Element, right? Yeah. And in The Martian, you just want to see it serialized see it so serialized. that you can have the full story of the novel. Yeah. If I have a vote, I'm voting The Martian. I, I think that makes for a better there you go, then. Okay. series. So I say we keep The Martian in. And then we can, but at the end, he doesn't get off that. <laughs> okay, so... Do we want to rank them? Like put them in order? I want Jurassic Park and Ken up at the top. Jurassic yeah. Park and Ken are your top. top Probably ones. Ken. I would like to see more than anything else. Like I think I, I think that's the most doable. Is that kind thing. of both of you? That's your top. It's in the top one or two for yeah. me. I can see like it, it being the easiest to do. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll put Ken at number one. I'm gonna listen to it on my drive today, and I can't wait. Well, um, we did spoil it for you, so. Well, no, no not quite. Yeah, yeah, there's probably oh, going to be twist. more detail. Um, it's a twist. Oh, so yeah. you guys are feeling pretty strongly about Jurassic Park. Um, <laughs> what do you guys feel about Nightfall, the story about? That sounds good. That I sounds think, awesome. That sounds pretty good. I think yeah. I'm really, I feel really strongly about that one. Can we put that one at two? I said put that at two. And then we'll put Jurassic Park at three because everybody likes Jurassic Park. And then what was the other one? <laughs> and then we've got Logan's Run. Put Logan's Run and, then and the, the Martian. The Martian. Okay, that works. All right, everybody. So here it is: the Animation Station's top five science fiction properties that we want to see animated in some form or fashion. Number five. Number five is The Martian. Number four. Is Logan's Run? Can we get Ben Affleck instead of Matt Damon for for The Martian? <laughs> <laughs> I like Matt Damon. Matt I know, Damon. so do I. But I, mean, I think it would be funny. That would be funny. <laughs> I agree. Uh, number three is Jurassic Park, uh, the novel, like straight from the novel. We want to see the whole thing. Uh, the next one, number Thank two, you. is Nightfall from Isaac Asimov, and then number one is Kin by Bruce McAllister. Yes. And that's our top one. I, I'm really interested in reading or listening to that story. So I'm excited. It's cool. I think that was fun. That was a neat little exercise. So behind out. the scenes look at how we come up with our top fives. It's fairly democratic. And uh, now, that, especially now that we have three, there's kind of a tiebreaker vote, which I like. Yep. A lot of times when it was Josh and I, there was some stalemates <laughs> and some compromises had to happen. Mostly by me. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so I think we're done with the top five. You want to do any shout outs? Anybody? Shout out. I've got one. All right, what you got? So last week, we had the distinct pleasure, Josh and I did, of recording, um, co-hosting basically with another podcast. 
and we had a blast with them. We we had what three hours worth of recording hours, with them yeah. because um, well, I'll tell you who they are. It's the the Disney Animation Minute, and they're one of these podcasts that takes a movie and breaks it down minute by minute, and so they do an episode per every minute of a film, which is super detailed and impressive. So they started with Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and they're moving on to their second film, which is The Little Mermaid, which we just reviewed on our last episode. Or no, was the last episode that we did Little Mermaid? No, it was two two episodes episodes ago. So uh, fittingly, uh, we're we're in a Little Mermaid kind of mindset. So they had us on to do five minutes worth of the movie. So we did five episodes with them. And Andrew and Kestra were awesome. They were super friendly. And we just nerded out about one scene in The Little Mermaid for three hours. And I had a blast. Um, I think Josh had moments of entertainment. I had moments of blast. <laughs> but uh, if you guys are interested in listening to them, I definitely recommend checking them out. They're, they're a fun couple. Uh, they're on Instagram at DizMinute and on Twitter at DizMinute. So shout out to those guys. Um, and you can find you can listen to our episode in around episode 50 so december yeah so (laughs) our our episodes are probably going to come out in december uh we'll let you guys know because we like supporting our podcast friends and they've become great friends they promised me that if they do pinocchio that i i get to be on again so i'm excited (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i want to give a shout out to the elijah bailey show mainly because they're awesome they're cool dudes they're st- i really like their content what is that it's just like nerdy stuff it's, is it a it's podcast great. yes oh cool nice i'll throw out a shout out we've already shouted out a couple times but lavar burton reads lavar yeah <laughs> nice. hey lavar if you want to come on an episode <laughs> oh that would be epic because yeah. we could make it work because wasn't he in gargoyles <laughs> i'm not sure everybody Maybe. in next gen was in gargoyles <laughs> surely he's done something animated along the way but that would be awesome <laughs> cool that, Any, that, that's my shout out alright yeah. I awesome. guess we shout out Cloud City Cast hey Cloud City Cast is awesome <laughs> no I want to shout, shout out, out Cloud City Cast because they offered to have me on a DC episode so I could oh, they argue did. DC versus Marvel yeah that would be awesome you versus Tim Page <laughs> that would be awesome I think me and Tim Page you have more crossover yeah. and it would be you against Liam it would and be then me Tim in the Liam. middle yeah okay I gotcha that could be like, interesting. All their movies are so dark. Ooh. <laughs> God, what a... That's not even a good statement. All their movies are so dark. But not because... Not content-wise, it's because the lighting. They don't like the lighting. They want it to be like Guardians of the Galaxy, no, where it's a seizure show. <laughs> but those visual cues um, are more... I in the episode of Pokemon with Polygon. There's like... And he'll just go out. Sorry, go. The, so those visual yeah. cues are more important to a lot of people than they are to you. So a lot of people Story are affected. Matter. No, it matters, but there are other things that matter too. And to not them, to some people. visually. I mean, I'm not, okay, I mean, enough to, to, shade throwing. This some, is a shout out, Josh. Some, oh, no, we are talking about shade because apparently DC movies uh, are too dark. <laughs> we love you, Cloud City cast, despite Josh's cantankerousness. I love Brittany. Brittany and Remy are the best. Hi, Cloud City. Liam, you're a stud. We love you. <laughs> we need that, yeah, Corey, we need to get one of them on so they can be introduced to Corey. Absolutely. The majestic one. Absolutely. I was going to tell you guys now. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> He's humble, too, which is his greatest quality. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Corey, where can everybody find you? At Josh's apartment right now. <laughs> <laughs> At Majestic Corey on Twitter and Instagram. 
at Majestic Corey. At Majestic Corey. Both. It's always Majestic Corey. Just, uh, everything's Majestic Corey. Yes. If you, you mail him, his name badge at Soon. work, everything, <laughs> Majestic Corey. Gavin? Well, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Gavin Audison Art on the web, www.gavinaudisonart.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast. On Twitter at Animate Podcast. On Facebook at Animation Station. You can also find us on the web at animationstationpodcast.com. You can find all of our podcast episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, and on the podcast tab of our website. We did it, guys. Beautiful. That was in all three. We did it. That was great. (laughs) All right. Anybody closing thoughts? No. uh, Let's go rewind Shark Tale and watch it again. (laughs) I still don't have to rewind things anymore. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We had to rent it. Yeah. That's right. It's a 24 hour marathon Shark Tale. Just loop it, man. <laughs> <laughs> and Josh died. Got D&D night. Nice. Yep. Pumped. All right. All right. I think that's it. It's for the Animation Station Podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Gavin. I'm Corey. Bye-bye, little butterfly. Made you look. Doodaloo. Thank you for listening to the Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Animate Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And join the conversation at SecretSuperheroClub.com, where you can connect with our podcast friends, Cloud City Cast, Getting Into Comics, and Sean of the Gathering. 